Hey all, welcome to our podcast from OK to KO, following our journey from an OK life to a knockout life. Every Sunday after breakfast, we'll be sitting down and having a chat and publishing it as a podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Morning, Kira. Morning. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Quite tired. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> also, we've got this amazingly, uh, really, really good coffee, but it's a bit strong. So, if halfway through this podcast is suddenly awake, bing, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> Amazing coffee, though. If anyone loves coffee, get your coffee from Has Been H A S B E A N. Amazing, amazing place to get coffee. And you can get really good quality coffee that you can't really get anywhere else. So I would recommend that. I'm definitely not a coffee connoisseur. So you are you definitely are more than I am. Yeah, but you've gone. And I just enjoy it. So. You've gone from like not ever drinking it to drinking it every day now. Yeah, I never used to drink coffee. Very occasionally. It's not like some, some, I thought we were away. I might have a coffee, you know, when we go to a coffee shop. Yeah. But I was very much a tea person. Yeah, exactly. Which is good because I think uh, so many people say how much they need so much coffee during the day and I've never gotten to that stage. So hopefully I won't. Yeah. But I do now feel the like high, like higher productivity, I think, in the morning after the coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's, why, I, I that's why we do it. <laughs> I wasn't aware. Of, I, I, did, I didn't feel like it had that effect on me before. I used no. to get sleepy. Which sounds really weird. But, but when you had coffee? Yeah, I think it was more like a wired feeling, so I just, that which makes me feel quite tired. Oh, interesting. Do you know what I, mean? I mean, maybe I just got sleepy all the time. Like it was like, oh, I'm sleepy because I had a hot chocolate. Oh, I'm sleepy because I had a coffee. Maybe I'm just a sleepy person. You didn't have. You had low energy at the time, maybe. Yeah. Could be. Um, so, what are we talking about today? As interesting as my drinking <laughs> hot, dr- <laughs> hot drink habits are. <laughs> what are we talking about? Socializing. You oh, I thought you were gonna say social I explain, but you said socializing. Yeah. Well, explain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I see what you're uh so shall I sing? <laughs> <laughs> um for ba- basically the world is uh the UK is at pos- in a position where things are opening up. A lot of restrictions have been lifted now. Mm-hmm. And um more like fully opened up in the next month is yeah the well plan. suppose well the plan was 21st of june yeah. right so it's the 27th now but they've delayed that yeah yeah so 19th of july i think is the, is the new note the new date yeah so obviously like socializing is a thing again it wasn't oh, a yeah. thing for a while <laughs> true um and so we just thought it'd be interesting to talk about how but basically in the last year of our businesses we've been with there hasn't really been any temptation to socialize because it's been taken away from us Mm -hmm. so we've just been very like head down getting on with work all the time so just kind of like trying to have a bit of foresight or maybe have thought through ways to keep up the workflow strong Mm -hmm. staying strong uh, when our social lives become, you know, appear again. Yeah, definitely. Kind of thing again. Definitely something I've been talking about with colleagues and friends and all that sort of thing is like, 
kind of what you just said. Like when we started our business, we really went full in on it. Not only could we focus on it, it was the only thing we could do. Mm. Like, honestly, like first lockdown, like there was nothing else. All, all restaurants are closed. Everything's closed. You can't go see people. So it's either going to be watching something, chilling out, literally zoning out, doing nothing, going for a walk or working. And that was really useful. Obviously, you can't, it's really hard to talk about the benefits of lockdown without like explaining like that COVID is a tragic thing and loads and loads of people have lost their life and the world would be a much better place without it. That's for sure, right? You can't say all these benefits without saying that. So it just needs to be clear. But definitely the lockdown effect has benefited our businesses, I'd say, massively. Because it, our life before was much, much more up and down and inconsistent. And we would go traveling and see people. And you know. Yeah, our calendar was marked by social occasions. Exactly. Like, as in, they, they'd be in place and then we kind of like, or oh, we'll work during a work week. And then mostly, most social occasions on the weekend. But we'd like plan what we're doing based on those. Exactly. And now... Uh, we've got to a point where I'm massively used to working all the time. So like we, well, I usually start, I usually have my first meeting of the day is usually eight o'clock now because, and actually on a Monday, on, on a, a Tuesday, because I have no meetings on Monday, but, and actually weirdly starting next week, because we've booked up so many sales calls, my meetings are starting at seven o'clock now. Mm. Usually our d- days go to like seven, eight. 8.30 with meetings, right? So that's 12 hours. And then you can't, there's no time to do anything in the evening, like then, because you're waking up at seven for the next day, right? So I'm used to that. I'm also used to most of Saturday being a work day. And the only sort of stuff, the only time we have off is this, mm. right? And honestly, that's made to some people sound horrendous. It's not. I don't know if it is for you. It's definitely no, not for me. Because we, we really enjoy what we do. We're yeah. in a place of like discovery and it's really exciting and fun. Exactly. We love it. And it's growing and it's like exciting. It's all good. Now we're in a situation where like you know, at the weekends there are opportunities for us to go and socialise, to go mm. and see small groups of people and and to go and do things and see people we haven't seen for a long time. That... If also, if you add into the mix drinking, mm. which frankly I'm not really doing that much of right now, but I could do, that completely derails all of that thing I've just said before, which has got us to this position. Because that like six-day work week, six-day, 12-hour-ish work week, probably like 55 to 60-hour work week, that has got us to an amazing position. And if you looked at it completely objectively, you'd say, just carry on, man. <laughs> like, don't change anything now because you're at the big point where, like, this is really important now. So I guess it's that. That's the challenge. It's like, okay, well, now you can go and see people. Now you can go socialise. Now you can go and see all those amazing people that you love so much. How are you going to do that but also keep that amazing focus which has got you to this great position? That's the challenge. I mean, it's a good question. <laughs> I don't have an answer. There's only so many. There is a finite amount of time we have each day and week and if you're already using most of it yeah and you don't want to impinge on it 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is because, you know, um, we, most of the time we live in Leicester Mm. and most of our friends and family are in London. Mm. So we usually don't have to worry about this anyway. (laughs) Right? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, even if, like, actually, no, it's kind of a double-edged sword that because it's like, okay, if you want to see people, you've got to take a whole weekend out. Yeah, it's a bit Yeah, it's true. But now we're a bit closer. Uh, to friends and family for the for the time being so the temptation's always there you know yeah also using the time to see people when you can yeah because like you said if it's Leicester it is yeah that's true as well so what now now there's a more of a pressure on it because we're closer yeah yeah yeah, because if we're in Leicester then to see people it's like okay well the whole weekend we're not working basically yeah because you're staying with someone you know like and it's not, it's just like you, in your head, you're like, yeah, I can maybe I can wake up a bit early on Sunday morning, get a bit of work done. It doesn't really work like that. Usually because happen. you've had a few drinks on Saturday anyway, but also like, it just doesn't. Like, <laughs> like you wake up, there's usually other people around, but then maybe that's just something we've got to learn. I think that is something we have to learn. I think we have to be able to, I, th- I think what it is, is, you know, like the, um, What's that phrase called uh, living? Well, maybe it's called is living for the weekend. But I think with like the nine to five kind of Monday to Friday thing, then like the weekend is a time when you're like, arms totally switching off. All right, like I'm relaxing. And I think for us, when we socialize, there's still that thing of like, okay, now I'm totally like, I'm not thinking about work. or I'm not doing work right now. Mm -hmm. I'm socializing. Whereas perhaps we need to get more to a stage where it's like, no, you're socializing for a couple of hours and then you're going to work again, rather than like, and it's, it's obviously, yeah, that's a good point. It's obviously the other way because that's been ingrained for years. You're not working right now. Just really unwind and let it go. So then if you, then if it's like, oh, should I work? It's like, no, 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 this is the time I'm switching off because that's been years of, um, a behavioral pattern yeah. we're thinking so we probably do just need to adapt it that the um, thinking yeah in the same way that like if you were going to go to the gym during a work day mm. you'd be able to compartmentalize and yeah. now i'm working yeah. now i'm going to the gym now i'm back to working and the same thing with socializing like in a work day it'd be great to even be able to do that i'm working i'm going to have a lovely lunch with someone mm. and then i'm going to go back to work it's a good point and i think that's where we could be better. So I think one of the answers to that is space. So say you're at someone's house, you're staying there for the weekend, you know, maybe there's, that's gonna be a, a space of socializing. If you wanna do some work, Google, coffee shop nearby, bang, go to the coffee shop, go work there. Take yourself away from the socializing for a little bit to do the work. And pop it in your calendar. Mm. like you would in a work day yeah this is a time that i'm gonna i've scheduled in two hours of work here so i'm gonna do the same thing even when i'm not in my like home territory yeah do the same thing because otherwise it's not gonna happen yeah because when are you gonna make that decision to leave otherwise it's never gonna be a good time yeah exactly it's interesting it's a new it's a new thing even that though it's gonna take away the focus a little bit the flip side of this is that I think that when I make more time for recreational things and like play things and creative things like golf or even the gym or like times like this, I think the decisions I make and the clarity I have is better. 
so the flip side of it is actually no you in, add that socializing element into your life talk to people let go a bit and actually it helps you to be more productive in your time when you actually are working you know do you know what i mean definitely like it could actually help oh my gosh there's an absolute huge energy boost yeah exactly from seeing your family and friends and talking to people and hearing their uh, perspectives on things and just getting into their energy you know it's new energy with new every new person mm. especially things like you know there are a lot more entrepreneurs out there these days yeah i just want to point out to the listeners that kira just poured coffee all down the front of her, <laughs> her dressing gown. <laughs> it was just a simple sip <laughs> just went wrong um yeah there's lots of entrepreneurs out there now mm. so like you can speak to people and it's like, wow, this is amazing energy and insight into other people who are really hustling and grinding away just like us. Yeah, it's really cool. That's awesome. It's really, really cool. Yeah. That's the, that's a really unexpected benefit. Like, obviously, lockdown has created a lot of entrepreneurs. I think maybe it's a little bit like being into football. <laughs> like, yeah, I think so. When you're into football and someone else is into football, you've just got common ground 100%. immediately. And I think it's the same with this. If you meet someone else, if you're running your own business and you meet someone else's, you've just got an understanding and a common ground from the get-go and a topic that you'll both happily just chat about. 100%. <laughs> so it's like opened up a new kind of like social um, like discussion and connection in that way, which I don't think either of us anticipated, which is so great. Yeah, like, we both love it. It's awesome. Even people like this is with friends, but even people you don't know. Hundred percent, yeah. And you're like, oh, there's something that you just, you know, you, you get about each other. Yeah. Um, it's funny as well because what's the one thing that people the conversation usually goes to straight? Away? I don't know. If this is us, by the way, but um, I definitely find it like it always goes to like how are you getting leads, how are you getting clients. Oh yeah, and I think that's my. You know, we're both very much like this is what we're trying to figure out right now. Yeah. Because we both know what our programs are, what we're selling. We've got so much more. That's like kind of quite strong mm -hmm. right now, I think. And so leads is where we're at. And maybe, yeah. so either we're steering the conversation that way. Yeah, maybe like subconsciously, <laughs> Or other people are also at a point where they're, I think people are at a point where they're sussing it out though. I think it's the most important, it's probably one of the most important things in the business as well. And also like, I'm fascinated by it because I'm, you know, it's one of the things I'm supposed to teach people. Uh, it's like one of the major parts of Launchpad is teaching people how to get leads consistently. So I'm always fascinated in how other people are getting leads. Yeah, I mean, also maybe it's something that you, it never stops being important. I Even if you find does. a system yeah. that's like, um, more passive and working you still need it you do because if you don't have leads everything everything goes south you start to lose conversation lose lose confidence in certain things you put more pressure on the existing clients you've got and even um, with like facebook ads which is a more passive way of getting leads isn't that passive you've got to constantly be tweaking and changing them yeah the only way that's passive is if you've got someone doing it for you yeah yeah, it's not it's not passive. Really. So I guess maybe it's just a conversation. I think also when you're when you're an entrepreneur working for yourself, you realise you don't really have anything unless you have leads. You don't. So that's why it becomes such an important thing because um, you you 
yeah, you don't really have a business. Well, not that you don't have a business, but you need yeah leads. Hundred percent. Yeah, you absolutely do. And and understanding that that is an active pursuit all the time. Yeah, you like, need I didn't realize like how I would say I didn't realize how much a thing marketing would be, and I mean um, getting leads within yeah, that. God. Um, and yeah, it's the thing you're, you're selling in terms of like the service or mm. goods that you're giving someone, but then it's also like, yeah, how are you getting the, how making are you, the business work? Exactly. How are you feeding the the customer base and the revenue? Yeah. So that's, so that's cool. It's like speaking to people about that stuff as well. That's energizing. Definitely. I think it's just a balancing act, isn't it? It's, <clears throat> it's making sure you see people you love. That's energy. Making sure if there are people around you who are doing similar things and you and you happen to be with them use that time to have that amazing talk because i know that everyone wants to do it if you're if you're in the on if you're an entrepreneur and you see another entrepreneur you kind of just gravitate towards each other and you want to talk about it you just do so making sure you take those opportunities but also making sure you don't lose focus i guess you know making sure we still keep that laser focus i think because of you know we both do coaching businesses right so we have a lot of coaching to do, which means a lot of meetings. And because of the volume of meetings we have, I think our Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday is pretty much locked on anyway, most of the time. Definitely Monday to Friday. Yeah, and I think that when you're doing something that you enjoy and you've made decisions to put yourself in that position, um, you want to feel good and energized to do it because it's then silly if you're like, I'm so tired today. Mm. This is a struggle. It's like, why have you put yourself in a position to make it a struggle when you, you normally love this? Mm. You know, like it's so lucky to be doing something that you really enjoy. Yeah. And then so you you don't want to go into Monday feeling like, oh, this is so hard. <clears throat> I don't I have the energy. No, for sure. But actually, one of the things that have helped me with that is doing no meetings on Monday, by the way. But um, I'd recommend that to anyone. But also, I think what both of us see is that as we move forward, that we kind of remove ourselves from all of the meeting activity that happens in a, in a yeah in the in our business, right? Kind of that's the idea. But at the same time, not just like remove ourselves from the meetings and maintain the quality. It's like how can we do this and make the quality even better? Oh yeah, yeah. We so, definitely got a strategy for how we want our businesses to grow. Yeah, and the way that we want them to be run. Yeah, which doesn't involve if if I'm if in five years time, well, first of all, I really hope my business still exists in five years time. If it does, and I'm still doing this many meetings, I've not done I've not developed it well. Like at the moment, like last week, Tuesday and Wednesday combined, I think I did I think I had thirty five meetings on Tuesday and Wednesday. That's a lot. That's a lot. That means basically, if you have 10 minutes spare to go and sit on the sofa for a little bit, then you're winning. Most of it's back to back to back to back to back. Mm -hmm. That's not how I want to live my life for the next like 30 years. So um, the challenge then is to grow it, keep increasing the quality, but then remove myself from the, from well, the meeting. I think it's um, basically like the the distinction between macro and micro. And obviously at the beginning, you're doing like as many tasks as you can. Um, yeah, that's true, isn't it? And you're figuring yeah, you out how, how the system's <clears throat> going to work as well. But then with a view to as in 
you can afford it to bring on other people so that you can keep that macro view on just running the whole thing and keeping it going because apart from it being very tiring doing all all the tasks Mm -hmm. you get very locked on to certain things and it's probably not good for the growth of the business anyway and I think both of us would like to have businesses um you know going in the future when we're feeling like uh, we're much further along Mm -hmm. both like to have businesses where we're not really essential and I don't mean that like we're not working but I mean as in like if we went away for a little bit or you know had a holiday it wouldn't just be like the business is not running yeah or we'd be replaceable like so someone else could do our job yeah yeah, that's I think the idea really yeah I think I think because I think that's how you scale it otherwise if you're really essential to the running of it and you feel like you have to be there otherwise it's going to collapse it's not really scalable. Yeah, I think I, I seek, I've modelled a lot of what we do on Tacky and Tacky Moore's business, right? And if you look at what he his situation, like everything has got him in it, right? He touches everything, right. all of his programmes. He's got three programmes. He's very much the face of all of them. Um, all of the ads run through his account. He is the brand, Okay. right? He's also on a lot of the live calls. But when it comes to how the business runs... If he was out of action for three months, the business would be fine. Everything would still run. All they'd have to do is find other coaches to come and do some of the live calls, but everything else would be fine. So I kind of model want to see that sort of model, mm. I think. Like very much um, I'm needed uh, and I'm sort of the face of it in some ways. But yeah, when it comes to stuff running, nothing to do with me, really. Mm. Because at the set, but I want to maintain that because if I, it's up to me to know where the business should go, right? And so, if I if I'm close to the business, I'm still touching the customers all the time. I can use my intuition to say, you know what, these guys they need something else. They need uh, this. Yeah, okay. And then I can just Feedback. say, I can just say, look, we're changing a little bit. We're adding this to our business now. If I remove myself completely, I'm so far removed from those people who are keeping us alive and and basically are our business the customers that i fear that i'll lose a bit of touch and make some bad decisions mm, that's really great a great point actually like i kind of thought this phase like why is tacky doing all of these calls why is he at every single live call on the lowest end program he's got it's like because this is great insight for him like he just can see what he needs to do next he doesn't need to keep up with the coaching industry he doesn't need to keep up with uh the marketing industry he just needs to listen to his customers and watch them and stuff like that. So mm. yeah, I think that's really smart. That's a great point, that. Because mm. you do get you do pick up things and get feedback from people, and you have that rapport mm. with people. I think uh, client feedback would be a great podcast for this because we've started getting some. I think I was a bit afraid of client feedback for a bit. Oh really? Yeah, and now we're getting starting to get really deep into it, and it's just really important to know <clears throat> like what I people had feedback forms for my first yeah program yeah scary um, at first right yeah but I guess also I think the whole thing was scary mm. at first um but I think also like you said when you got that close kind of rapport with people <coughs> and it was very much like clear like it was a founding yeah. group and everything like and I think 
if feedback if you go into feedback with like a genuine interest in like how do I make this better it's not that scary because you receive everything yeah uh, as a way to improve and like as helpful whereas if you go into feedback going I really hope everyone says everything's amazing yeah. then terrible. you're not you don't really want feedback you just want like applause <laughs> or something yeah and so i think if you if you genuinely want feedback then it takes away a bit yeah fear. i call that unemotional objectivity yeah i think if you can the more unemotional objectivity you can bring to that the better yeah like we had you know we we have churn rates we have members that leave us yeah. and we started doing um this month exit interviews so mm. when people leave we do a little survey it was a scary thing to do but the feedback is amazing and like it's so useful to know so um yeah i think it's really important but so listen in the context of uh things opening up maintaining focus what are your final thoughts where are you at um i do turn think off it's... your phone and not speak to anyone anymore <laughs> uh what <laughs> That's my idea. So, so I've thought about it through this podcast. What I'm going to do is I'm going to turn off my phone and not speak to anyone and just carry on working. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do need to socialize. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, what are your, th what are your thoughts? Like, uh, I do think it's something that would be helpful for us to keep touching on, like, in, you know, just having conversations mm. about it, especially when something's upcoming. Um, okay, well, what's the plan to keep the work going? Yeah. Because for me, I fall into, oh, I'm in this space and this vibe now very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And so I can lose the feeling of, like, work quite quickly and just be like, I'm here, I'm just super chill, I'm not going to think about it. And then it does take me a little while to get back into the other plane of work again. So for me, I think it'd be really helpful to be like, okay, what's the action plan yeah. for keeping the momentum going? How, which good habits do you want to keep going on continuously, whether you're socializing or not, mm -hmm. which can just always happen. Um, I think it's probably going to be to do with building stronger habits, Yeah. whether that's like exercising or getting up at the same time in the weekends. Um limiting how much I drink um, and like putting things in the calendar, mm -hmm. even if we're socializing of like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to do an hour's writing content in the morning. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's before everyone's up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I've, I've already done some work. To do. And it's not like, because we are in a really lucky place where it doesn't have to be if we're seeing people for a weekend, oh, I've got to do some work. True. It can, we, if we position it in a place which is like, Oh, amazing. I'm going to write a bunch of emails this weekend and like put them into my active campaign. So they're going to mm. be ready for like, you know, the next month. Uh, and you do that. And it's, it's like really nice bit of work you've just done. Definitely. And it's enjoyable. Yeah. And you're starting the day thinking about things, you're getting your brain working, connecting with the thing you're passionate about. So I think really reframing that. And when I think of like the healthy, lifestyle that I want none of it is drudgery none of it is boring none of it, it it's all exciting so just remembering that vision and like how socializing can fit into that and I do think it's like saying about living for the weekend nine to five kind of mindset thing I think it's because of it has been so 
like kind of seeded into us in a way mm -hmm. of like work is work it kind of has a kind of a negative like heavy feeling and then fun and play is True. so different so kind of even when you're saying oh, i have to work in the weekend not feeling like oh it's a heavy thing mm -hmm. but like oh i've got work to do yeah and that can it doesn't need to have any of that negative connotation to it yeah 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 i think that's a great way of putting it i think that's i think that's a really nice thing like i wouldn't have thought about this before but yeah scheduling it in if you have plans at the weekend making sure you just say right yeah i'm gonna have that fun i'm gonna do that that thing but before i'm gonna do this because it is fun mm. as well like if you're like oh i've got i've got to do something cool and creative for mm. half an hour make up some posts on canva or something mm. that's not that's a fun thing to do true yeah i agree and then like how cool is that and you've seen friends you're like actually i had fun this morning i did something productive and it also happened to be work yeah exactly but um yeah so that, that's what i think i think touching having conversations uh, together with an action plan because um so you've been talking about this book called upstream right yeah which is about um yeah which sorry is about but we can talk about upstream another time because uh this recording is about to run out yeah i can see that yeah but upstream is a great book okay well what was your point i was gonna say it's about acting on things before like the symptoms happened yeah so therefore having a foresight of like, how are we going to manage our time over the weekend mm. rather than just going into the weekend and being like, oh God, I just didn't do any work and I feel really guilty. Mm. Like having an action plan before the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. And that is a good action plan. Upstream is a great book, by the way, but I haven't finished it yet. So that was all I wanted to say from it. But yeah. um, what, what about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the same. I think, uh, yeah, trying to plan it in more definitely not shutting off the socializing thing because it brings a lot of joy um but yeah factoring in the work at the same time because it is fun and keep podcasting with you yeah all right see you next week thanks for listening Bye bye, bye. thanks for tuning in guys have a great week <laughs>